Good afternoon, kings and queens, ladies and gentlemen, and some of you motherfuckers. You made it to Millennium Rich Conversations, and today we're going to be talking about bridging the gap. Bridging the cultural gap. The melanated cultural gap, stupid. Look, king, I didn't mean to call this motherfucker stupid. Gentlemen, check this out. Some motherfuckers just forget where we at right now. I ain't hollering Black Lives Matter, but I'm talking Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? So I just have to get that out the way. Motherfucker, look, relax. I'm going to take you. Walk with me for one minute, you know? Don't you remember back in the early 90s, 80s, when you had to... Ghetto Boys, your N.W.A., you had your Tila, your M.J.G., your Eight Ball, your Trill, or U.G.K., and you was always wonder and think back, man, what if U.G.K. and Eight Ball and M.J.G. did an album together, a whole album? Well, now. A lot of artists after death row and that began to do that, just that. Start collaborating with different people on different artists. New school cats, listen, probably not a lot of new school listeners listening to this, but if you is, it was a time where you couldn't do a song with somebody if there was on another record label. It just wasn't happening. It don't care if you was in the same city. It didn't matter if that was in the same building, the studio was in the same building, whatever. If you wasn't on that record label, it could have been your brother. You could shout him out, but contracts wasn't suited for you to work with somebody from another label. That just didn't happen for a long time. Shout out Met the Man Red Man. That Blackout album was that deal. You know what I mean? People couldn't collab for a long time. And I say that to say this, it's got to come a time and it's almost come a time when artists of high caliber can work together. A-list actors can work with other A-list actors. Don't you want to see a movie with Denzel Washington and Wesley Snipes, Idris Elba and Denzel without it being an ego thing or without it being a a a money grab or whatever. Somebody gotta play the somebody somebody gotta play the alpha male or the leading role. We ain't really had that so to speak, you know. It's become those those acts, if you will, those actors or actresses when they're at the latter stage of their development. When they're at when they got a they're at the high point, and somebody's just now getting in, trying to establish themselves in the game. We need A-list actors to work with A-list after actors at the peak of their uh, height of their fame. You know what I mean? And you guys look out. It's coming. Now, they may not be at the height of their fame, but it's coming around the corner. Cat Williams... And Mike Epps is gonna star in Meet the Blacks Part Two. If you remember Meet the Blacks One, 
short-lived. It might still be on Netflix, so go check that out. By the way, speaking of Netflix, don't forget to look up uh, quality.tv. Ebony TV. Don't forget to look up these black-owned, black actor, prominently black movie streaming sites. It ain't just Netflix. Brown Sugar. Look, these these got apps and streaming sites. Look them up. It's all black movies all the time. Some up to date. Some you never heard of that you need to hear of. Let these new actors get a shine. It ain't just about Hollywood. Hollywood ain't giving us what we need anyway. Damn an Emmy. Let me get a let me get a trophy with a black person with an afro or throwing their fists up in the air. Can I get one of them? Can I get a trophy like that on a mantelpiece? Damn an Emmy. Damn a Golden Globe. Cause you know, Golden Globe, they took that from the statue over in Egypt anyway. If you wanna do your research, you gotta dig deep for that. Okay? But it is. That's where it came from. Alright. Hollywood's been there since the early nineteen hundreds. Let me not get off the subject on a tangent like I do most times. But like I said, Mike Epps is putting shit together. He's putting stuff together, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a movie with that Dolomite movie they redoing. He ain't really if you check his Instagram you see he got a movie with Wesley Snipes, him and Eddie Murphy. And I think the name of the movie is Dolomite. Don't nobody know when it's coming out. He's not revealing it yet. But they in production. He's in production with with a uh, up and coming di- black melanin rich director, I forget his name. I get it back to you in the next episode. But he, the director's putting him and Cat Williams together. I'm pretty sure some more prominent melanated rich actors in the Meet the Blacks too. So y'all stay tuned for that. We're gonna keep it going. That's his name. That's his name. Dion Taylor. Come to think of it, he used to play professional basketball, right? He's the director of the movie Meet the Blacks 2, starring, from my knowledge, Cat Williams and Mike Epps, okay? Maybe other stars, maybe other uh, co-stars, but I believe it's two stars Mike Epps and Cat Williams. Okay, so you know that shit's going to be funny off top, right? And that's not the only thing I wanted to discuss. I mean, we have to, at times, accept people of other cultures. If you're an actor, you portray characters written by people, by directors or writers or whoever the case may be. Maybe real, maybe whatever, maybe not real. But why not go across seas, whether it be east, whether it be west or south, or even north? I mean, you ain't got to go across seas if you go north, up north because you're going to Canada. And bond with some of those people, right? Why can't our actors go over there and do some movies? Like a couple of the actors come over here and do some movies. Why not be transparent? Go to do some movies in Jamaica and, and bring up that clientele. You know what I'm saying? We got to, in order for them to do that, 
we as consumers and movie watchers and movie goers have to familiarize ourselves with overseas movies. Maybe something to get used to, but we should start doing so because that's more money, right? Overseas money. That's more clientele. That's bridging the gap. All right? You can go to Jamaica. You can go to the Bahamas. You know, all of them. Grenada, Trinidad and Tobago, Guyana, Brazil. You know, all the islands. You know what I mean? Barbados. All that. We go there. Spend some time. Watch some watch some of their movies. Get to know some of their movies and how they actors, because they do got actors and comedians and things like that down down there, Trinidad, Tobago, the Bahamas, whatever, they got they got their whole own economy, own ecosystem, own kind of money, all that, familiarize ourselves with the way they do things, let them come over and get some of this money, you know what I mean, so when we go over there, spend some time, we got something to relate to other than food and women and color, skin color, right? Some of them speak the same language. Some of these countries don't speak English. A lot of them do. Understand that. A lot of countries speak English and have English signs up. So don't think you're going to be somewhere and you don't know the language, you don't know the street signs. No, 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 no. A lot of countries speak American English and have American English signs. They do have some of their own other language signs or dialect signs, but a lot of American signs too. So you won't be like just lost with a whole bunch of people that speak the same with a, with a, with a tour guide. A lot of people speak English. A lot of people are Americanized. Movies are all over the world, remember? So we can watch some English movies in Africa. Not Okay, Africa is a continent, right? Ghana, Nigeria, all right? Uh, uh, I always say Ghana and Nigeria is Angola, it's Benin, it's, 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 it's a lot. Algeria, Kenya, uh, Ethiopia, a lot of places got a lot of economy going that we need to start patronizing, start looking at some of their movies, their comments, familiarize ourselves with them. Because if you're trying to build a if if we got what we got going on in this country, for one of the reasons I always stated, is because we ain't got nowhere else to pretty much go. We ain't got no other allies, so to speak. Other people got allies with these people, but do you and I? We need to on the ground on the grassroots level need to familiarize ourselves with people from Somalia, Ethiopia, Eritrea, Kenya, South Africa. Botswana, Madagascar, Trinidad and Tobago, uh, Barbados, a lot of parts of the Caribbean, uh, Canada, Europe, Jamaica. We, on the grassroots, the people that's listening, got to patronize them. It ain't all about them watching us, and we got to learn a little bit from them, make them feel comfortable. We feel comfortable going back and forth. Because that Ebony TV, great streaming site. But a lot of it comes from lots of parts of Africa. Okay? So the, they speak English. 
but they got a dialect, right? Just like Europe speaks English, but it's a different dialect, a different kind of English. Or us in America, a different kind of English. You got French Canadian, you got French, you got France, you got Haiti. We got to start patronizing these people because that's the way we gonna move as a society, as a people. That's how we grow once we start transitioning. Do you know the difference between an Irish person in America and an Australian person in America? White person? Right. They come here and they're Americanized. They go there and they go back and forth. All these foreign exchange students going back and forth. You don't know the difference if they don't tell you or if you know their facial features. Ethnic features. We got to be the same way. That's how you create strength. Alright? We're going to talk a little bit more about going overseas because I have the privilege to talk with a fellow anchor podcaster about their trip to the Bahamas. That's coming soon. It's not going to be in this episode, but it's coming. So look for that. In the next episode, we're going to talk about building brands. I mean, it's podcasting. I'm talking, you know, back and forth freely. But let's talk about a little bit more building brands. Like a media standpoint, studio, Hollywood studio. Like what Tyler Perry got, but not just Tyler Perry entity. He owned it himself. Other people. How about, uh, like I said, we were talking about Cat Williams. We were talking about Wesley Snipes. Kevin Hart, too. Well, how about they get together, build a comedian studio? Let's not forget about um, Byron. Byron Byron Allen. He's got a studio. He's a black billionaire. He owns the Weather Channel. Remember Byron Allen from the late night comedy skit where you get a lot of comedians together and just let them shoot off comedy, comedy stuff, off stuff he talked about? He usually came on around 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, you know. Late night comedy with Byron now? He's a billionaire now. He's suing for reparations. He, he's got stuff moving and clicking. He's got his own studio. How about instead of having one king, multiple kings, right? A whole list, lineage of castles together to form a nice bond thing. We're going to get into that. Stay tuned. Like when I was saying bridging the gap with some of these actors, you want to go familiarize yourself with some movies from other continents as far as uh, they got movies and comedians down in uh, Barbados. They got movies and comedians down in Trinidad and Tobago uh, and other parts of the Caribbean, the Dominican Republic, you know, and all that. But uh, do this real quick. Familiarize yourself with this movie that's on Netflix. Go to Netflix, go to the international section, type in international movies, that's going to pop up a list, and scroll down and look for The Visit. Now that movie right there is a real good movie. Might be a little long, about an hour or so, give or take, but it's a good movie. Got a lot of twists and a lot of turns, you know what I mean? And with that, you can familiarize yourself with the dialect of how they speak English over there, you know. 
it's a real good movie that I guarantee you won't be disappointed in the movie. It's got a lot of highs and lows, funny moments and serious moments. I like how they do their movies as far as it can start out very, very comedic and then get a serious, serious tone in the movie. It can start out as a comedy movie and be a drama or a thriller before it's over. You gotta take a look at that movie, The Visit. Real good movie. A lot of twists and turns. I'm not the type of person to give out spoilers. So, check that out. And there's another movie. If you ain't got Netflix, there's another movie I want you to check out on uh, YouTube, actually. I want to believe it's called... uh, I I don't want to screw up the name. Let me get this one second. Let me get this here for you. Well, I can't find the actual movie that I'm looking for, but great actor, good movie. Just go onto YouTube and look for the sea of African movies. It's under Nollywood or uh, look up movies from Ghana. They'll give you a lot of movies there. And find you one, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> Some are hilarious, some ain't worth watching. Keep it real with you. Uh, and some is, is worth watching. So, you know, pick and choose. But it's just, a, it's just building a media platform of your own, surrounded by different cultures, different experiences, different backgrounds, but all the same, under the same hue as you. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just something worth giving a shot. It's, it's, it's something worth investing into, you know, because it happens everywhere else. And it's nothing, you know, it's nothing for everyone else to have that. So why not on this end of the equation, this side of the spectrum, is just dive in and, and take it international with it, you know. So that's all I got. I ain't got too much on, it, on on the podcast today, you know. That's my What's Up Wednesday and what I got going on today. And look out for me next week. Oh,